I'm ready. Oi, oi, oi. Yes. Um, 2.7. I think it's 2.7. This is why I knew it was well, going to get hard. <laughs> um, you know what also is funny is Christmas is not six days away either. Yeah. <laughs> I watered our tree, but it's looking sad. But I did water it. Um, Living cash way, 2.7. Yeah. Um, Christmas isn't on Sunday. It's on Wednesday, guys. So yeah. don't, so, don't get confused ooh, by our... Don't have Christmas on Sunday and then be surprised. When it's not when it's on Christmas, <laughs> um, it's on Wednesday. And are you ready? And are you ready? No. And are you ready? I'm asking you. Are you ready? It's not today, Wednesday. I know, but are you ready for Christmas? I think so. Just waiting on some packages. I just have to go get like candy and stuff for or stocking not. stuff. For, yeah, just the things they kind of want. You know, like Ferrero chocolate. Ferrera. Ferrera Rocher. Yeah, whatever that crap is called. Ferrari. That's what wants. And she also asked today for a mini curling iron, like a small one. So I thought maybe I'll get her that too. So I don't know. <laughs> it's like a Barbie. <laughs> it's a, it's well, a mini wanted, one. She wanted those minis. <laughs> it's plastic. <gasps> I think we actually have one of those probably. Sweet. Um, Even better. So obviously big hypey news in the news was the Mormons. Uh, the whistleblower. The whistleblower. Yeah. Have you been, well, obviously, you know, I'm not surprised. Obviously it does not surprise me that no. there is a large amount of funds. I mean, if you can't look at the church just by outside appearances and think that they have a lot of money, yeah, then you're crazy. And they have a hundred billion dollars liquid. Mm-hmm. But sitting there, plan. Apparently, they're planning for. They're you going to use that for the second coming? I, why would they think money's going to be good then? I don't know. That's you can buy of, people off. I but guess. But it's easy to uh, it's easy to excuse it away because they they brag about their charitable contributions and stuff like that, which is forty million a year, and they're bringing in seven billion dollars a year. Mm-hmm. It costs six billion dollars to operate operate the church a year so every year they put a billion dollars away from that's pure unadulterated tithings tithes untouched untaxed that they just put right in the bank yeah which is great i have no problem with. i have no problem with any of that to be honest like i could care less because a they like uh i would say most members thrive on being business people like they like to look the part they like to look to put be put together i think keeping up with the joneses is huge in the mormon culture so i'm just saying that of course they're going to be wealthy because all of them really care about well they're taught about the blessings of tithing sure and so they want all those blessings of all the joneses have Mm -hmm. and so it is interesting now where the where this fund this Enzyme Peak Association, whatever, APA fund come, got went south, is they used that money from a nonprofit organization to bolster up for-profit businesses. Mm-hmm. And, like the City Creek Mall. And, the, and, so, and, and they bailed out uh, the life insurance A life insurance company that were businesses that the church was engaging in. 
Yeah. That the, now, now those are businesses that were for profit. Yeah. And so they're and taking Deseret non-profit. Something. They're taking non-profit money mm-hmm. and giving it to a for-profit company. So, and they don't even they don't even give ten percent of the money they bring in every year. No, they don't. They have enough money right now, with the interest, just the interest that they make off of that, to sustain the church forever. Yeah. And tithing wasn't it came around but it's not something that's always been a part of the church it's not something it's that's been always in the been... bible or you know so sure. that's where they get it from right yeah i mean tithes are, are a thing but the 10 percent um there's a time when the church was broke yeah and so they had to have this 10 percent coming in from the members and they got then they got all their debt paid off got everything like that and I guess decided never to go into debt again. I wonder how far they have to go into the positives to never go into debt again. Well, I think they're there. I think they got it made. <laughs> I think they're there. Yet, I here think they, they, and yet here they keep collecting billions of dollars every year. And they keep, and then they go to third world countries yep, and say, say, hey, you'll be more blessed if you pay your tithes. I think that's the thing that bothers me most is that they can go to a country and as much as you want to sit here and say it's a uh uh not a commandment from god but a you know it's asked of us and it's asked from our prophet and he's the mouthpiece of god and you know we've been asked to pay tithes it's a short sa- a small sacrifice for a big reward type deal sure and you're going to third world country types where people are struggling massively and you could literally go in there and build up well, a community. You, dangle, you literally, you're, you're dangling a carrot in front of them. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because he said if they paid their tithing, they would get a <sighs> temple. Now, what's interesting is this is Jesus' church, apparently, supposedly. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, say Jesus comes today. You think Jesus is gives two fucks about a temple and a church and, and keeping them all holy and pretty? No. He's gonna he he is gonna take care of the sick and the poor and the lonely and and he's gonna take care of all these people because that's the purpose of what he's his teachings are. His teachings aren't bring everybody into my church and make them pay tithing and build this beautiful, pretty and be, look pretty and be pretty. No, he you think Jesus is gonna sit here and hoard money uh, and keep it away from people and be like, oh, well, you know, we, sorry we can't give you money. We don't have enough to give you. It blows my mind how selfish that is and how absolute selfish it is that, that they're going to dangle carrots in front of people's faces and say, hey, join our church and pay tithing and you'll get blessed by us. And they don't. Yeah. I look at my, they don't, my family doesn't get any money from the fucking church. Yeah. But they go and they pay tithes into it every day. And, and they say that their tithing is to keep the, the, the buildings and the temples in shape and the fast offerings and all this stuff are to, for humanitarian aid. And they only give 40 million a year in humanitarian aid. Yeah. What a pathetic joke. Well, especially when it's like, okay, so pay my fast offerings for humanitarian aid, but you're only taking 40 cents of it. I'm giving you $25 and you're only taking 45 cents of it and putting it to humanitarian aid. And that's where it's like, but just like my partner, he had sent me the article and I was like, I know I've been talking about it. And I told him what's funny is a lot of the members will be like, 
Well, um, A, it's asked of us. It's a command, like it's asked from God. So, and if it's asked from the prophet, I follow uh, the prophet and I do. So they don't even question. No, so so therefore me. it doesn't even give a, it, they don't give a shit no. if it's, if they even are laundry or, or they don't give a shit what they're doing with it. How ethical that, that, yeah. that the church is. Right. Or number two, they, they say like in the article in their rebuttal, they say, um, you know, we preach that, you know, to have a surplus, to have, you know, uh, savings and stuff like that. And we, and we do the same thing as a church. We implement those things as leaders as well. And a hundred billion, we just don't give 10%. Yeah. And it's like, okay, whatever that, whatever, that's another reason why they'll keep on believing. Cause it's like, Hey, they're just practicing what they keep on teaching us from the pulpit, you know, save money and be ready with food supplies and, you know, for the second coming. And then the third is the the second coming. A lot of people will justify it by like, well, they, yeah, we have to save money because when the second coming comes, you know, these are a lot of people to take care of. Well, all the calamities, yeah, you know, the wars and stuff. I mean, yep. you're going to have to buy tanks. Yeah. And I just, it blows my mind because at the end of the day, however you want to justify it, you're giving only... 10 cents, 20 cents of the money you're off of the money you're giving. You're telling people to pay for blessings. Yeah, that you're, you're paying for people. blessings yeah. is literally just sitting in a bank and paying to build their pro- you think you think all of those apostles and stuff are living low lives? You think that oh, they're seriously. in moderate homes and you think that they're, well, they're wearing un- no they're unpaid yeah uh-huh. they, you know because they get a housing allowance yeah so this church is completely run on volunteers except for the higher ups yeah except for the people but that even are people think that they're not paid but it's like and then i love the rebuttal of like well prophet nelson was a is a doctor if you think that he wasn't wealthy and that he needs this money think again he's made okay i would love to see his bank account and then how long has he been in the uh 12 yeah even in the 70 and all that kind of stuff and i would and once again it, all the all of that takes research all of that takes time and authentically looking and seeing what it what the real answer is rather than just sitting here on both sides me saying hey i'm really super skeptic and somebody else saying oh no it's they're not paid yeah. that's just as ignorant as me saying I think that they make fat loads of money. They're reimbursed. Yeah, sure. Or whatever. There's but a housing allowance. Just like somebody had uh, had commented, they were like, I am in a very small branch in, I can't remember where. He's like, and I struggle really hard to get financing for, you know, for the things for their church and to do things with their members or whatever. And it, that's why I just find so funny is they nickel and dime and... Uh, and that's the thing is like I know a lot of members and um, some wealthy members and things like that. And I do find that being cheap is kind of or chintzy in areas and where they don't want to spend their money or where they think, oh, you just need a cheap ass roof that only lasts for yeah. five years. Yeah. So that's what we're going to give you. So you're welcome for the pennies, but so but also thank us for our graciousness. Yeah. And I feel like. The the Mormon Church breeds that kind well, of mentality. What's crazy is what's so interesting is if you're giving ten percent to a hedge fund to a, your your investments, and these are your spiritual investments, mind you, you would care 
where they're being spent or how they're being appropriated. If, if, if people were mishandling, if people were, were like taking your money as and saying, hey, we're going to do this with it. And then they're they're not even investing your money or they're yeah. not they're or they're they're spending your money on their own personal gain right. or doing all these things. You'd have an interest in that. But because God's tied to it, because there's a a, a blessing tied to it, you well, kind of just walk in blind faith. Well, because it's so mythical. I mean, you literally, like you just said, it's all based on faith. Yeah. All religions are based on faith. And that's really easy to skew and to change and to uh, uh, explain away because faith is invisible. It's they're, all yeah. invisible things. They're not... They're they're not going to go and investigate where that money is being spent, nor can they figure out where it's going to be spent. There was only eight people, it said in an article, there's only eight people at the top of this company that are allowed to see all of the finances of the church. Yep. Eight people. And other than that, all the only people that the people only get to see with the portions that are appropriate to them. And now that the church has a billion dollar, a hundred billion dollars, and over $200 billion in assets, all this money and all of this stuff, um, you think that they would start being more generous. But I, I read a comment today that says, what's crazy is old uh, Nelson could be at the uh, prophet Nelson, the prophet, let's not, let's be respectful here, um, could sacrifice a baby at, at general the next general conference and eat its feet. And they would just be like, I know God wants me to have faith. You know, I, I know that he just wants me to trust well, the process. What's funny is members would be like, no, he, A, no, he would never do that. Okay, cool. This is just a, it's a hypothetical. It's a hypothetical. And number two, um, they would be like, no, I wouldn't. But you do. Yeah, but you do. But you do but you in already do. all things. Joseph Smith fucked 14 year old girls, but. Blinded. But you're not going to look at yeah. that. You don't want to see that. Um, so many things. The so book, many things, The Book yeah. of Mormon, the, the Bible book of itself, the Book <laughs> yeah. of Abraham. Yeah. Holy fuck, the Pearl of Great Price uh, and the, the Pearl of Great Bullshit. Yeah, I mean, the fact that this and man... And they still fucking read from it. That blows my mind because I thought that that was becoming more common knowledge that the Book of Abraham has been debunked pretty it, hard. Like, like literally... Yep. It's a literal translation. Translation. It's a pretty simple thing to translate. Yeah. So, and and they've come out and said this is like a burial, whatever. Yeah, it's that, just a burial ritual. Yeah, it's just a burial ritual. They've already come out and said all this, but yet people are still going to believe that it meant something more, or are we just well, ignoring they, it they've now? Been, they've been believing it for so long and studying it. But, yeah, I just... I don't know. And it's so aggravating, I think, in some ways, because I do feel like it's aggravating when people just turn blind eyes constantly and constantly, constantly, constantly to more and more things. But it's more just justifying it. It's more just, well, this is why. And and they make it into a positive, uh, a, a more of a faith-building experience. The, the more controversial it is, the 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 true members they make it into more of a faith building experience. Well, and 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 uh, the m- being martyred or yeah. the martyrdom of this of like, you know, just we're just under scrutiny. Satan's working, yeah. The devil's working to tear us down, and so just recently, our family went through. I would call it almost a similar situation, where. 
my parents were a part of a company and a family business. And I have an uncle that has been sitting in there running the books and running the business end of it for 36 years. And my dad's been out in the field doing the maintenance, keeping the, all the equipment running for the last 36 years. So they all own parts of this company. And my dad was wanting to get bought out. He was done working there. There was nothing. He couldn't pass it down to his kids because they didn't want that to happen. And they wanted it all for themselves. So as my dad went to investigate all the books and all the stuff, um, there's monies that's gone missing. There's monies that's that's been... Um, unaccounted for unaccounted for and there's and there's been personal gain in different projects all over town and there's been personal gain for my uncle and all these investments and all this stuff that he's given to all of his partners and and then my dad finds this and it's like and confronts him number one he he asked my uncle for some books and so my uncle scrubbed them and so my dad had the original one that he found. And then my uncle brought the scrubbed one to the table. And my dad's like, hey, well, you know, I just got this one the day before this. So why, What's, how did why this the get changed? Yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. Caught red handed. And then once he has to, once it's like, dude, hey, listen, mm-hmm. the, there's no explaining this away. Where, where did this money go and why did you change it? Yep. And he's like, well, I don't know why I changed it. I just figured blah, blah, blah. But it's like, yeah, you knew that you had to scrub that books, number one, before you gave them to someone so you could make all this go away. And number two, when you got caught, it's like he was like, how dare you go through my personal computer at work? Yeah. How dare you go through my office, the same company that you own and and checks and balance me? Like, how dare you do that to me? Mm -hmm. And that and that from that second on, it went downhill fast. Yeah. It got ugly because he got caught with his hand in the cookie jar. And then even my grandma was like, I can't believe you guys either. How dare you um, fact check? Yeah. And it's the same exact thing. Is like, so for, for the last 36 years, my dad has been going on through this company, trusting that his business partner is doing the best for with the money and the finances and yeah. that he's being fair and he's being right. And then here the church is in the same exact situation and where all these members are giving their tithing, giving their money, trusting that the church is being ethical and that they're doing what they're saying that they're going to do with the money. And there is no checks and balancing for the church. They mm-hmm. don't have to produce have anything. To. And, and, and all of a sudden it comes out that the church has taken tithing money to fund other things that are for profit. And they've been taking people's tithing monies to and and granted you know, well i don't they're investing the money you know it's good for them whatever i get it it's it's easy to wash away but yet here you guys are bragging about this all this humanitarian aid and how great this church is and yet all it's doing is squandering money and keeping it from people that could really use it a hundred billion dollars holy fuck yeah. they, they can give away a billion dollars a year in excess every year to a, a country or to a people or to a town or to a, there's a million things they could do with that money. Yeah. I just, all I know, all I, I think for me, what just really bothers me and even this trickles into politics and our society now. And I, and I know that I'm more conservative and I understand that you work and you should keep what you work for. And, Absolutely. you know, I do believe that. But I also think there comes a line where 
do you have enough? Like you have so you couldn't even spend it all if you tried yeah. type deal. Yep. And when you're at that point where you have so much that you don't, you literally couldn't even spend it all. It's like, there's why not really give then? And I understand they give, but they don't really give. And even like, okay, so they have food banks and stuff like that. I've been a part of this church. I've been to those bishop warehouses and all that kind of stuff. And I've heard of other stories of people that have to do certain things to get it, or are they full tithe payers and Seriously. they get the bishop's warehouse? Are you worthy? So you're still you paying, worthy? you're still paying for your groceries. You're just paying it to the church now with the 10%. Because if you're not a full tithe payer, they're not going to give you help. And so, and yes, they go in and do it. So as much as you want to paint this pretty, as much as the church wants to paint it pretty, it's not pretty. And I think they're actually a very selfish organization. And the reason I feel that way is because it, to me, it's just like, uh, Scientologists. It's it's such a small community, and they're so martyred that they're gonna own. They're gonna protect their own, and there's only yeah. a handful that really, really matter in the scheme of things, and uh, and those are the wealthy ones. Uh huh. And that's just how it goes. Yeah. And well, they're the businessmen and the wealthy ones, and, and so they get crazy, the say. And it's so crazy how members bolster this. How they're like. I'm not falling away. You falling away. You falling away. Don't fall away. Don't fall away. Don't fall away. Hate. Don't fall away. Don't fall away. And it's crazy how the members hold that up and hold that context but, up, but and I how that's not like the church, but the church are the members. It's, but yeah, but that's what blows me away is that there is. It's not just they. They do it beautiful. I mean, this is why I love human psychologies because they do it such in a beautiful manner that make the people that seek the truth of the church, they make those people like me and you, uh, the idiots, the yeah. fools, yeah. the, the you know, away. in the, in the big and spacious building, just live like, just living life uncare, like, uh, um, partying. Yeah. But like, just uh brainless type yeah. it's like oh you brainless at least we have the truth i love that saying well i'm so glad that i at least know the truth and i have the true gospel it's like what uh, what arrogance what arrogance to sit here and do that but that's the thing is about religion they get a grasp on their members and everything else is like listen if they fall away they're lost yeah. if they fall away it's because of this be strong. Pray every day. And I was reading this other thing the other day. and I pray that you'll never lose your faith. Yeah. Even like my dad used to always say, stronger men than me have fallen. Have fallen where? To the truth? To the truth? To, to facts? Hey, anti-Mormon literature, it's so crazy how they want to call things anti-Mormon when it's factual history. Yeah. Like history. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't go to the history books. Go... But even now you can go through the church archives and find all their bullshit, but they've just got it so buried so deep and they know they're not going to come from the pulpit and announce that. Oh, that no, no, Joseph no. Smith had 34 tra- wives. Well, and- that he translated a book by oh. sticking his head in a hat. Yeah. I mean, come on, like all this nonsense of. of- I mean, and, the, and they'll say pretty words like seer stone or, you know, whatever. But it's like. <sighs> Do you know what else he did with that seer stone? Yeah. He looked in the ground and saw treasure. And not only did he 
do and that. No he lied about it and, there's no and got their money. Ever. Yeah. Ever Conrad. digging up treasure. Yeah. He just conned people out of their money and then never found any treasure. So I just, I don't know. Sometimes I just get fr- so frustrated because it's, like I said, I was reading this one comment from a friend or something and it was like, um, how many times do I turn away an experience to get closer to God? So, you know, in 2020, I'm going to spend a lot more time on my knees at the temple, um, in my callings and something else. And I just think that's crazy to me because when I think of a better life for me, I think, I think finances are huge and I do think you need to be smart with finances. And that's the thing is, that's what I was saying before they use it as a ploy. Like, look, we actually are really good with finances. We have a hundred billion dollars. You know what I mean? Like, so that more proves that the church is right. Yeah. But to me, when I think of a getting, being a more fulfilled life and a more connected life, I think turning off my electronics and being in the moment, engaging, engaging in it with my children yeah. and enjoying them. Uh, taking time. Yeah. To sit taking down time. And, and sure, sure. Meditate or whatever. I don't think about, all of the ways that, to me, when I was reading it, I was like, wow, all of those sound well, like distractions you know, yeah. from the world, from the life, the beautiful life that's in front of you. How about serve your neighbor a little bit more or whatever? And that might be in her agenda. I, yeah, it, it's, but it's I just was context, so, but. yeah, I just, I feel like after, when I when I get news, like with the, the Washington Post about their finances and withholdings and misleadings and stuff like that, it just... It aggravates me because you read on there hundreds of comments of people like, I want my 40 years of tithing back. You know how much fucking 40 years of tithing is? Mm -hmm. Just so $100 billion can be sitting in a bank somewhere just for the second coming that hasn't come for fucking... I think think it's pretty scientifically motherfucking proven here. If it hasn't come yet, it ain't coming. It's all made up. The Bible is only 400 years old. The, the Bible as we know it is only 400 years old. That ain't shit. My grandma lived 100 years. Uh, 400 years ain't shit. And so, and then before that, it's all these fucking, so there's 1600 years before the Bible was compiled like it is now of what? Of Hebrew script and text and Greek text. It doesn't even make sense. And nobody's willing to go fucking look at the, the facts of like, they believe in this Bible just because it's the common thing to do. America, Columbus found America before the Bible was written as it is today. Well, um, even, but sorry, another, one more note. Um, them saying like, oh, this, this next year in 20, I'm going to be more faithful. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find more ways to do my religion, more ways to believe in Christ. That's like me being like, dude, I'm going to find more liquor stores this next year. I'm going to find the best liquor and I'm going to be, I'm going to be way more drunk this year. I'm going to be fucking passed out <laughs> all year with the finest liquors, with the, with the most expensive liquor stores. I'm tired of this gas station stuff. Like it just blows my mind. It's an addiction. I see what you're saying with the relevance of just an addiction of something that, but, but that's the thing though. It's in it can it obviously is better than alcohol you would i would say i know i, I no, understand yeah i it understand tears, it's not it tears families apart it doesn't drink and drive yeah it doesn't kill people that's true but it does suicide i mean it does yeah. kill people 
it, it is everything it is everything that an addiction is absolutely it tears families apart um, it makes people think that they're right or or if you're not doing it you're wrong and if you're not good enough tons of people don't feel worthy enough they kill themselves um, yeah. you, they, you it's unacceptable if you believe a different way or if you're gay and you come out and uh, if you're gay in this religion that's it, it's, suicide it in has itself. absolutely all of the standard trademarks of an addiction yeah you you have it's something that they have to do daily to feel like they're good yeah uh they gotta get their one fix. of our friends had said well you had said something like hey i look i was doing research on the bible and they said isn't the you're doing research on the bible isn't the bible the source or something like that and it struck me because I'm like, that's so funny because that's literally what our society thinks. Like, so the Bible is the word. Yeah, the Bible is the research. Yeah, the Bible is the research. And it's like, okay, wait, no, that, how? How, 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 how? How have we convinced human beings so wholeheartedly that this book is doctrinal, but yet there's no research? You, nobody's researching how it came about, uh-huh. but... That we're just researching it. We're just reading what it says. Yeah, and it's like even on the atheist experience when I when people call in and they're like, and he's like, um, "How do you know that I'll go to hell or whatever?" It's like, well, it says in the Bible. Okay, cool. I don't believe in the Bible. Now tell me how you know. Like, take that out of it yeah. and tell me how you know. And the only reason you feel like you have all these answers is because of a book. That, okay, that well, is let's, commonly accepted. Well, let's kind of let's research the book then. I could keep on reading Harry Potter and keep on going back to it and say, well, if you I could say start doing this, all those spells yeah, and if you do this spell, that, this happens. You know, it's like that's but that's what the book says. You know, and that's where it's kind of like it just I don't know. It blows my mind that I don't know that people can be so committed to something that they just explain it away and explain it away because they like the they like their bubble which i understand stop being so naive though to the fact that things are going on that you may not agree with and if you really are a badass motherfucker in your religion whatever and you say hey that's pretty crazy that they have a hundred billion dollars or whatever go into your next temple recommend interview and say i don't need to pay my tithing and i still want my recommend yeah because I, you know, I'm do I, sir, I give 10% in my service, well, tithing, in my so in donations. It's just like sin. It's just like sin where people want, hey, pay your tithing. And people are like, is, is a dollar enough? Is five? I don't know what, I don't know what enough is. So then they have to define how much is enough. Yep. And then, and then they have to have this judgmental of a standard that says, are you a full tithe payer? Yeah. And here, they're doing everything that Jesus taught not to do. Jesus came to destroy religion. Mm-hmm. He came and destroyed the the beliefs of the day. He was a sinner yeah. of the day. Well, that's what they, you know, that's what they believe in. That's what they preach is then, that he came to to establish this gospel. No, but I'm what, saying even in the Bible what you're yo, you're saying Jesus if Jesus did yes, reign the earth yeah. and he did those things that we all believe because we all read the Bible. Uh-huh then I just don't know how we got so far off track with religions because, being so because hardcore. Because it, it's so easy to justify things like, judge not that you be not judged. I'm not judging. I'm not yeah. judging this. It's it's just God's commandment. Yeah. But, it, but holy fuck, 
Wait, wait, wait. God didn't say, and I'll t- I'll tell your prophets to judge people. Yeah. Well, even like we were at um, church one time when we were in Thatcher, Arizona, and somebody, I don't know who it was, but I, I believe it was Fast and Testimony Sunday or whatever, and one of the members got up and was bearing their testimony and was like, you know, I was brought up to all, to never question the prophets, to never question my leaders. You know, my parents said, these are men of God, and you follow these men, and you do it blind, you know, you just follow them. And, of course, at the time we weren't members, and I just, I think we looked at each other like, what in the hell? It's like, but that is the mentality yeah. a lot hey, of the members. The yeah. Well, and the fact that parents are raising children to not question. And trust people and trust these men of God. I don't know, man. Um, I just yeah. I just feel like that sets my kids up to be manipulated so easily. And, and I hate that phrase where it's like, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Well, it's like, okay, well, I guess I stand up for logic. Logical thinking yeah. is really important to me and put the pieces together before you just dive into a decision and say, okay, I'm going to give 10% of my income to this, this church and this establishment that I really, they, they don't show me where all of the money goes. They don't tell us how much the money gets that year, that nothing is fully uh, transparent. Um, it's just all they know is it, it looks great. They have a lot of uh, buildings. They have a lot of beautiful temples. They have a lot of services. They have the bishop's warehouse. They have the canning place or whatever. I mean, they have a lot That's of service crazy. places. If you keep them blind up with the good things they're doing, they won't really see the yeah. money behind the. Because, hey, that City Creek Mall is a fucking beauty money pit. Like, yep. it brings in so much money. But it's closed on fucking Sunday. <laughs> but, I, yeah, I just, I don't know. It just makes me sad because, just like I said, reading comments of people that have spent years and years and years in this church just make me sad because, well, Do your I research on tithing. See where it came, see where that 10% came from. It comes from Brigham Young. Um, he, the, the, I believe it was, I was just reading an article that the church was hurting and so he was really preaching, tithing, tithing, tithing. Then Wilford Woodruff came along and was like, yeah, tithing, tithing, tithing. And so finally, you know, and teaching the blessings of tithing. So well, I wonder, that I wonder, if your church is hurting. Well, then when did it become a part of the recommend? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that's what uh, I probably um, should figure but out. But Brigham Young, at that date, when you joined the church, you had to give 10% of your possessions and mm. then 10% for the rest of your life. So like they would actually, I mean, you had to give... 10% of the things you owned to join the church. Hmm. But once you, if you want somebody to be faithful and teach something or and do something for the church, make them make, sell them a blessing. Yeah. Sell them. And that's what this, that's all religion is, is selling people on a, a dream of religion. I would just, as you were talking about this billions of dollars that they bring in every year. And I'm like, Holy fuck. Like Bill Gates had to make a computer to do that. And and Apple had to make all this other cool stuff to do that. And here you have this church well, that's, that's what, selling did you blessings. See the, I can't remember who the quote is from, but it's like, if you want to be, uh, if you want to be rich or whatever, work or what I can't remember, own a business. But if you want to be wealthy, own a religion. Seriously. I can't remember what it was. I'll look it up. Um, that's the crazy part. Is is man. This whole, all that money 
is sold on blessings. That's mm-hmm. the only reason why I exist is so that these people can be blessed from God. And not this world. No, 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 no. In the next life. Yeah. I just, uh, Hubert reportedly said, you don't get rich writing science fiction. If you want to get rich, you start a religion. At a meeting of the Eastern Science Fiction Association in November 1948. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, if you've, let me see, this probably, if you've been, oh shoot. If you've been around a thousand years, you're a, you're a religion. And if you've been around a hundred years, you're a cult. Hmm. Yeah. Funny. L. Ron Hubbard. Um, yeah. But it's just, I, yeah, I just, I don't know. It does things like this when they come out and stuff like that. Like I already knew, I already knew all this and, and I am so glad that, we haven't been paying our money for the past 10 years. Um, they didn't get very much from me. No, no. no. And less, less than 10,000. And what's sad and what's really sad, I think, for me sometimes is that I don't know if my family believes like this, or but there are members, and I have heard this statement, oh, plenty in the Mormon church, of like, if they did pay their tithing, they would be super blessed. They're missing out on so many blessings. Don't they not... see how blessed we are? Yeah. And like, and that really bothers me because it's like you literally are putting your good worth ec- worth work ethic. You go to work at, from fucking eight, five in the morning to nine at night. You, you do your weekend jobs. You do everything you can because Mormons breed workhorses and you save all your pennies and you do all those things and you want to sit here and say it's because you paid your tithing yeah you you want to sit here and say it's because you paid 10 percent of your money and that's why you're wealthy that's why you're wealthy hey guess what there's a billion other wealthy people in the world not paying 10 percent to their religion and it's a write-off so that's fine yeah that's fine that now you own a business and you can have it as a write-off or whatever you need the write-off yeah and well, there's there's plenty of other things that you give ten percent to that that would, that, that, would, use that, would actually, that apparently use it and don't stockpile yeah, most of it. I mean, you could donate ten uh, percent to Goodwill. You could go ten. You could you could give ten percent to your fucking neighbor. You sure could. You could go walk down the street every. Give month. it to your you public can, school. You can mail random checks to people. I know, but mail, I guess you can't you can, get a write off for that kind of stuff, but. I mean, yeah. you would have to have some sort of receipt, right? Or no? I'm pretty sure you do have to have some sort of sure, if, if, but paperwork still, on it. But if, but if you need, I mean, I'm sure there's ways, yes, you could explain that away pretty easily. But, but um, if you're doing it for the tax write-off, you're not doing it for the right reason anyways. I know. Well, that's not, and that's I the mean, thing, that's, right? It's, it's, it's not pure anyways. And that's why. And not it, that they're doing it for a tax write-off. No. But it no, is a good, ta- I, but they do but they, write it they, off. And that's the that's what I'm saying is a lot of these business owners that that or members businesses or whatever that make good money or whatever and they give ten percent of it and then they want to justify it and say oh well um, I'm a worthy or I have all these blessings that's why I'm making so yeah. much money is because I'm paying my ten percent but you're also using it as a tax write off so you don't have to pay that much in tax so it's like it's all it's all relative. That's yeah. all. It's all yeah. relative. You didn't so get don't point fingers like that. By paying ten percent of your money to God, you got wealthy from work ethic and yep. and, and and hard work. And yeah. 
ducking your head and doing work, putting blinders on and and just knowing that this is what you got to do to get there. Yep. You may hate yourself. You might you might not and really enjoy what you're doing. But you know what? By golly, you're making good money and, and to hell with it. Yep. You know, but it's it blows my mind. Yep. It absolutely blows my mind that there's a hundred billion dollars worth of blessings sitting in a bank account <laughs> being squandered um, because people are told that those are blessings. But here's the truth. As much as um, people may say, you know, they're good for them to have this huge savings account for the second coming and for the last days and for all of this stuff. But in reality, if the second coming doesn't come for another hell, let's be conservative and say 20 years, 50 years. Yep. You don't think that there's going to be a bailout within those times again, that that money's not going to be used for financial gain or for, for upholding at some point for again. For investments of a church? Yeah. I mean, oh. the church had a uh, the life insurance company that was sucking ass. And so they had to bail it out with $600 million from tithing money. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, I get it. But they've been doing it. Joseph Smith did it. Yeah, it's, right. This comes from the original. This comes from your original prophet, church. Yeah. This comes from Joseph Smith fucking people over with money. Saying, oh, yeah, God told me to start a bank, start a bank, start a bank. And takes all this money and does all this stuff from people and then fucks them. Yeah. I mean, come on. But but you know what? That's probably how God wanted it. You know, they needed to be tried. Mm -hmm. they, they needed to be to prove their their loyalties. Yep. You know, they needed to go through trials and, you know, let's explain it with, uh, you know, uh, God's trying us or t in trying our faith or, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's just so sad to me. All of the constant, constant, constant uh, e explaining away and I, blindly I mean, turning an eye and saying that it's for God or, you know, hell, let's let's pack the wagons and walk across the fucking U.S. if, you know, yeah, if we're yeah. going to be martyred here because we believe in our shit so wholeheartedly. Or this person that he talks to God that I'm going to follow him. And once that blows again, my mind. We get that programming and and what we were taught as kids comes out so hard as adults. Yeah. It, 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 we revert back to that as adults. Unless you consciously choose to make a difference, you revert back or you stay in what's comfortable or it's working for you. So why change it? No, don't question it. And that's great. Put the blinders on and and continue to support something that is so not what it says it is. But uh, I know that you blame the people, not the church. Blame right. the people, you know, the prophet didn't do this or whatever. But it's still, it's so unaccountable. The church is so unaccountable and, and it's a corporation. It's a corporation. Yeah. It's not a church. It, it, the, the, the holdings companies is the the presiding bishopric corporation, all these things are corporations. Yeah. And um, it's just interesting. It's just so interesting to see and watch people just put the blinders on yeah. and, and, and see this as a beautiful thing. And it's like, yeah, it is beautiful, but they're saying that they're giving, they're, they're so giving and they're not even giving 10% of what they bring in. So I read another article or said something that said, I won't be surprised if the church tends to step up their their generous 
givings yeah, this year. Now that everybody probably. knows the truth, mm-hmm. I won't be surprised to see if the church ups its ante a little right. and starts giving a little more. Well, and just like we've said a million times, I don't know how, because I feel like, granted, this is the only religion I know, but uh, there is so many secrets, obviously, that I have found about the church just merely from other people's research of doing the <laughs> yeah. church and stuff like that. But and then reading it online, it's only a matter of time for the more secrets and things be exposed. But but it can only get so exposed because yeah, people because have to religion. be willing, people have to be willing to go look at it. Right. I mean, as so long as they don't look up how many wives Joseph Smith had on Google, well, I mean, they can blindly not know, and they can just listen to what the church told them about polygamy and plural marriage. Well, and, and that's what I was just going to say before is the it doesn't. Oops, sorry. It doesn't matter, like like saying, uh, like the thirty four wives or whatever, like that. Saying like just, it's like, well, they never said that at church. Yeah. Well, of course they're fucking not going to say that at church. They're not going to tell you because that's going to make that, people that Joseph, have questions. That Joseph you married fourteen year olds and consummated marriage with with them. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to tell you that at church because that then I mean, your prophet, that prophet, not your prophet. Joseph Smith is no different than um, what's his name from Colorado Warren City, Jeffs. Warren Jeffs. Yeah. Holy shit! What do you think Warren Jeffs feels justified in marrying young girls? Because that's polygamy. Because that's what was taught. That's what Joseph did. And uh, just, I don't know. Just it just gets me aggravated. I think it makes me aggravated because. It's like screaming and nobody hears you. It's kind of like, and I'm not, and that's the thing is like, I'm not sitting here like saying, hey, everybody, you should leave this religion or like my family, hey, you should leave this religion. But a part of me is like, hey, don't you find a problem with that? Oh, no, 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 no. It's great. 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 And it's great. I mean, there's not one negative thing said about it at all, nor will there ever be because the church doesn't it, teach talk about Joseph Smith's first two accounts of his first vision. Yeah. They don't really tell you the date that his first vision was even written down yeah. or acknowledged or even said for the first time. No, 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 no. It was said and that's all that counts. But like you're saying, it it takes somebody that wants to expose the church, but it takes a long time to get up to that uh level to see the finances to be a part of something for there to be a whistleblower i mean there's very few people that they let to be a whistleblower and if it wasn't for nelson's brother that wanted to put uh yeah go ahead uh yeah lars nelson not the prophet not the yeah not Not the prophet the the whistleblower's brother If he didn't put all of the documents, then nobody would know about it. This would be swept under the rug again, and they wouldn't have to say anything about anything, and it would be fine. Uh It just it's it it is amazing to me. It really is amazing to me to watch and to see how little people want to know about facts. They would much rather. It's so much easier to believe the lies and continue believing the way that I have. Because the other way means I have to change. Means that change has to happen. Yeah. If you once start, you know, look, if you start looking into the church and seeing all these lies for what they are as fucking lies and stuff that you're teaching and promoting, and you're becoming a liar because you're saying these things, you're you're teaching children. They're teaching children. They're teaching all these lies. A con- congregation. Yeah. Uh huh. 
and and now you're a liar because you're speaking it i can't there it's just it it will it causes change you have to change because you they don't there's so many people that don't want to know the facts because it will require them to change and and that's the crazy part of it yeah. is that there's too many facts now and and i don't think that the church um announces its member anymore in general conference <laughs> i don't uh, i don't sure. i don't think they do because they're declining yeah well i know they are declining and every religion is though yeah and i and i think it's because we just are waking up to the realization of i think the hugest thing is because we've been taught for the last i mean joseph smith was and, how how old is our religion Only, i mean well 1832 isn't it like only 200 1932 years? 1932 is 100. And okay, so, so 200 years. I was going to say, I thought you... It's 200. I, it, okay, I thought it was, but yeah. maybe not. No, because it it's less than 200 years old. But, 1832 isn't that long ago. That was, only, that was only 68 years before my great-grandmother was born. No, 18? You mean 19? 1832. My grandmother 1832. was born in 1900. This is this is literally 1832. This is the, this is 64 years, yeah. 66 years, Watch, 32, 68 years before the 1900s started. This is before encyclopedias and people could go get information and that people were. I mean, 187. The, the things that Joseph, um, the the Indians talking about the Indians being of Hebrew descent or being from the Middle East and stuff like that, or that was a very common thing for that time, for that that era, or or that it was a very common um, belief that a lot of people held. So it being written down in in Joseph Smith's um, Book of Mormon isn't that isn't that unique it's not that unique it was a very popular thing and now all so facto science came out and they're of chinese or of asian descent but god probably took all that dna out if he was well if he could take all the horse bones out of america and he could take all, all the, the weapons and all the weapons <laughs> yeah. and hide all this stuff then he could definitely strip the dna out of them and make it make it really mysterious of, as to you know make it really be faith promoting i know it just i don't know it's just really hard because I do feel like uh, being on the inside and looking at people that have left like me that still talk about it. I mean, and like I said, we left young. We, we, we didn't even raise our kids in it. So, yeah, I guess we could be classified as not really uh, believing members and stuff like that. But at the same sense, even if I was, I was already kind of not a full believing member or um, I was raised a full believing member. Yeah. I mean, I was raised by, you know, this is true. Yeah. I know this is true. You, you just have wait and you'll te your, your testimony will get there. Yep. Just you know, keep building it. Just, just keep, keep building it. Faith. And I think like my dad had said something like, you know, he had prayed about the church and, you know, he never got that great feeling, but he kind of just got this feeling like, you already know. Yeah. You already know it's true. And it's like, huh, how convenient. Yeah. How convenient that you didn't have to, you didn't have to leave your religion. You ha didn't have to do anything hard. You got the same answer as every other person that you look up to and that you, I mean, you may have not gotten the big, you know, God and the sun didn't come down to you like Joseph yeah. Smith, unfortunately, but at least you just knew. 
At least you just knew. You've always known and you just know. And it's like, I don't know anybody that has huge transitional stories of testimony built. Like, and if they do, hell, let's, let's dissect them. Yeah. I'm all about dissecting it. And let's think about it logically. Let's not just go to the first idea of like, well, it must be God. Yeah. Well, or it couldn't, could not be. Let's see if it isn't. Let's investigate. Yep. You're just going to go off and say one answer and say, well, this because God did this. I have this feeling. And so God, and that's God. It's like, no, we're human beings and we have feelings and we have thoughts well, and we have ideas. You know, it's just so crazy that like, like Paige falling through the skylight at the school. It's so interesting how God, we want to put God in these faith building moments and then, or thank God for her being safe or whatever. But it's just like, it's just so interesting how God doesn't get all of the glory. Yeah. Like I, I, yeah. Like thanks God for letting her go up there and play on the skylight. Thank you. You idiot. Why would you tell her to do that? Seriously. But I don't know. Sorry for the rant, guys. But it just has been, it's been interesting reading all the articles and reading people's comments about it. And I don't know. It's just sad. I don't, I don't know. It makes me sad in a lot of ways. It's so, but... it's so selfish to me because literally this is Jesus's religion. This is, this is the religion of the world. And you think, and I just can't see Jesus being I cannot see the prophet being Jesus. That blows my mind. That's not even the stories of Jesus. Not even, that's not even what Jesus did yeah. when he was on this earth. He didn't sit at a pulpit and preach to people. He, he was among the people. He, he said, give to the poor. Give, give all that you have to the poor. Take care of each other. Love one another. Uh, treat each other with respect. He, he didn't build up massive temples and churches and, and big, great, and spacious buildings. No. He was among the people. He was with the people. He was he was teaching people to to love one another as 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 he loves you. Yeah. To judge not that you be not judged. And the most of the time, don't judge yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Don't. Yeah. And and be perfect. That's what he means. It's not become perfect. If Jesus said these things, it's be perfect. You already are. You're. If if we're all sinners, then none of us are. If and that's the crazy thing is without cold we don't have hot and without well, you a choice. Know what I find really funny is because once again I'm I am consumed a lot about around religion because I grew up in a very prominent religion place and then so therefore a lot of my friends are religious a lot of my acquaintances were are Mormon um, family and then family members and all that kind of stuff so most of my Facebook is Mormon and. Um, or half of it is Mormon. And uh, I see a lot of things like the new thing trending right now is the Elder Nelson singing Silent Night with uh-huh. that little girl or something. The richest, the richest man in the world <laughs> singing with a celebrity. Yeah, I just, and that's where I'm kind of like, it's so funny. Like, and I understand the thought process of like, oh, this is, this is a beautiful moment. It's positive. I'm, I'm sharing something positive. But yet in the second breath, we're ignoring, like, let's not talk about it. I'm never going to post the article about the the $100 billion being misused or misled or whatever. Like, none of that kind of comes out. But we'll still keep on doing the faith-promoting posts and shares about all the good thing Nelson does. But we're not going to 
post anything on the other side because it's all anti, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, anything, and, anything like that is anti. But, yeah, so it just, I think as a consumer and as a uh, uh, surrounded uh, by Mormon, it's just, and then feeling like, like I said, it's kind of like screaming and nobody's hearing you in the sense of like, how is every, how is this so loud? And it's like a siren going off and yet silence. And, and, yet, and yet you can't even hear it. Yeah. The fire alarm's going off. The lights are going off. Everything's saying, get out of the building. And, yeah. and you're like, oh, it's warm. I like this. Well, nice and, and, no, and they're just more like, oh, well, they did tell us that um, it is good. Well, these are the last days and yeah. that we will be tried. That this is good. This, this, those lights and those sirens mean it's coming. I, I want a prophet to prophesy about something in the future. If, if these prophets are almighty, like, yeah. Hey, uh, Android phones, you know, we got to watch out for that. Come, come 20, 2011, you know, 20, They'll all 2008, start Androids up. are going to start coming around. You know, there's going to be Apple phones and Androids. And, and oh. you know, there's going to be, like, let, come on. Technology, like, it's That's just, the thing is, even, I know we could talk about religion for years, but that's the thing that is really annoying because people are like, oh, there's prophecies, like, in the Bible and stuff like that. It's like vague prophecies. Like, yeah. there's going to be wars. Cool. There was wars before the Bible. There's been wars forever. Or there's going to be hard times. In the last days, there's going to be wars and rumors of wars. Yeah. Weird. Okay, cool. Guess what? The whole world has been wars and rumors of wars. Yeah. Guess what? This is going to grow into a big thing. Yeah, because it's called persistence. Yeah. If you keep on going, it will build. It's just now. And that's the thing is like now we just have too much knowledge. Now we are all too smart to know because it's been 200 years and Christ still hasn't come. And so thousand years. Well, yes, but I'm even saying from oh, yeah. the Mormon start. Yeah. And it's like it's been 187 years and people are still going to hold on to, well, good thing they have that money for the second coming. Good thing they, you know, and it's just kind of like it's been 187 years. When do you let go of it? And how many prophets said that it would come in their time? And it, and he hasn't. And it won't. It ain't coming. And even if it does, you'll miss it because you're so worried about looking at a false prophet. Yeah, I don't know. It does. It gets me aggravated sometimes because I just am like, like I said, it's just this huge siren and everybody turns a blind eye to it, but keeps posting, you know, the positive things about the church, which is great. And I'm not, I'm not saying that you shouldn't, but to me, it's kind of like, kind of do both. Kind of look at, if you really care about real facts, then look it up. the, The devil isn't tempting you to look up true history. It's yeah. not the devil's work of, think of writing this, Do you think the down? school system is the devil when they Seriously. make you write an essay about ancient China? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, just look it up. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, the, the Holo- there's places that believe or that the Holocaust didn't happen. Yep. And that and, and they'll argue with you till they're blue in the faith face. Blue in the faith. Blue in the faith. <laughs> yeah. But, so, all right. So um, that was a rant on... Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> there's there's lots of great things about the Mormon Church. There's lots of things that can be good said good about it, um, and and it's just interesting to see that uh, yes, there is other things they could do with it. But at the end of the day, no, yeah, whatever it is, it is to each their own. Yep. And I have to learn to love and accept for 
people for the decisions that they make that I wouldn't. And then, and then I think that's, you know, that's just, that's a struggle for everybody. I just get to be the light in the darkness yep. and of, of knowing that there'll be people that fall out or fall away and that it's not easy. And so I get to support people. We're here to support anybody that wants to leave any religion or have issues. That's yeah. it's hard. It's not yeah, easy. It's not easy. Hey guys, have a good Wednesday. Thanks for letting us chat with you and talk to you and we will see you Friday. Bye y'all. Bye y'all.